if you've ever seen a chart of the ten Svirot, it's the basic image of Kabbalah. There is the right side, the left side, and the middle side. The right vector, the left vector, and the center. Now, the right vector is the primary emotion that leads it is chesed, kindness. It also has netzach, victory. The left is gvura, discipline, and hod, humility. And the center has, as the fundamental one, tiferet, which is balance and beauty. And it has yesod, connection. And malchut, which is royalty on the bottom. But the three primary emotions, the ones that are the most discussed in Kabbalah, are chesed, gvura, and tiferes. Chesed on the right, gvura on the left, and tiferet in the middle. Now, think about it. We've been talking about two primary emotions that bring a person close to God. Love and awe. Love is the right side. Fear is the left side. Love is Avraham. Avraham is known as the epitome of chesed. Gvura symbolizes Yitzchak. As the verse says, pachad Yitzchak, the awe and fear of Yitzchak. Yitzchak symbolized discipline, consistency, awe. But what about the third one? Is there a way to serve God with the service of Tiferet, which is Yaakov? That's what today's Tanya comes to explore. There is another direct path open to each and every one of us, namely to occupy themselves with Torah and mitzvahs for their own sake, meaning doing it fully for the right reason, but not through love or awe, but through the attribute of Yaakov. This is the attribute of Rachamim, mercy. Because Tiferet, beauty and balance, also has another translation, mercy. What is that? How do you develop mercy? This is accomplished by first arousing within the mind, as in even before we do Torah mitzvahs, great compassion before God. Why? Because we think about the divine spark which animates our holy soul, that has descended from the source of life, the life of life, Hashem's light, that is the greatest light of all, the light that in front of which Everything is insignificant. And this soul had to then be clothed within the body, which is called a serpent's skin. The body is referred to as skin since it serves as a garment to the soul. As the verse states, you have garbed me with skin and flesh. This is moreover the skin of a snake since the body is in its unrefined state. And when it's unrefined, it's loathsome, as we explained in chapter 31 which is so far removed from the light of Hashem's countenance at the greatest possible distance. For this world is the place of coarse klipa, where things cover over godliness. This world is coarser than the coarsest of klipot, of darkness that finds itself in the spiritual world. This is as low as it gets. Now, since the divine spark of the soul is clothed in the body which is animated by what we called earlier in Tanya, the klipat noga, the gray area. It's not the three klipot, it's not ultimate darkness, because then there's no redemption to it. The only way to uplift yourself is if you come from that klipat noga, which is distant from God, but still has potential to cleave to Hashem. Now, it is 
thus removed at the farthest possible distance from Hashem. The descent in itself would suffice to arouse compassion for the divine spark. How much more so a person will develop compassion when they think of all the actions, utterances, and thoughts since the day they entered onto this world, unworthy as they were. And the king of the world is thereby locked up by the tresses. In other words, he's literally locked in by the impetus thoughts of the brain. God is, so to speak, locked up, fettered by the impetus thoughts that each and every one of us has because our soul goes with us wherever we go. Because Yaakov, which refers to the Jewish people, says the verse, Chevel Nachlato is the rope of the inheritance. In other words, we're like a rope to Hashem. Just as when a person pulls a rope, it has an effect on the... If you pull on the bottom, it has an effect on the top. So too, whatever you do down below has an effect, so to speak, on God Himself. And this is what it means when we say that the Shekhinah, God's radiance, is in exile. A Jew's sin causes his soul to be exiled within darkness. This, in turn, so to speak, exiles the Shekhinah, the source of the soul. Pondering this matter will awaken within a Jew a profound feeling of compassion for his soul and for his source. And this compassion should be utilized in the performance of Torah mitzvahs. Arousing this great compassion towards the divine name who dwells within us. As the Pasuk says, as the verse says, Hashem dwells amongst us in midst of their uncleanliness. So this compassion is something that can be generated in each and every one of us, as we will continue to explore in the next shiur.